Welcome to Sage Up, a podcast about anything and everything that involves all of us on some level to better ourselves, our community, our society, humanity as a whole, by making the most impeccable choices as decent human beings. Higher vibrations and scientific data work together to make this podcast happen. I'm your host, Elle. We have a lot to talk about, so get comfy and enjoy this journey with me. Hey, this is your host, Elle. Thank you for joining my podcast today. This is an impromptu episode based on an incident that took place in my home city a couple nights ago. On January 23rd, 2021, Tacoma, Washington ended up making national headlines. Now, Tacoma may be known to some people, and of course, people who are familiar with Washington or live in Washington, Tacoma has its stigmas. <laughs> um, but something in particular took place this last Saturday that was very disturbing and uh, out of character for Tacoma. And I think it's um, due to compiled tension of everything that's been going on uh, with you know, the COVID shutdown and just the unrest and tension um, over social issues and politics and so on and so forth. But what had happened, if you haven't heard already, and you're welcome to look this up and even watch the video of what took place, there was a huge crowd of about 100 or so people gathered in the downtown streets of Tacoma. And they were street racing. So there were, you know, cars out and uh, crowds blocking the street. So of course, you know, this is illegal activity. Uh, it's pretty rowdy. And uh, so to begin with, so probably not a good idea um, that these people were out there. Um, but I'm not going to take sides because of what happened. I think our issue and the point I want to make with this is that this is a good example of what we're seeing, uh, especially in the U.S. If, if you know, you are not from the U.S., you probably already know uh, the polarization that we have here in our country right now. And there may be other countries out in there um, that experience the same things, but the tension that we are facing, the polarization that we are facing, and the fact that we are so glued to our social media <laughs> um, causes us to easily and automatically take sides and judge. And that's hurting us so much, absolutely hurting us so much. Um, I, when I was reading into this incident that took place um, I don't really do much on social media, but I do have groups on there and I do use it for business. So I hopped on and looked at a couple of local groups who were talking about the incident and who had posted the video. And I was reading some of the comments and I'm like, this is who we are. This is who we want to be right now. We're taking sides and we're judging based off the little bit of evidence that we have of what happened 
Now, granted, the evidence was enough to determine some certain things that should not have happened. And I see the errors and the flaws on both sides. But people were so quick to take a side and to bash the other side and ridicule the other side, whatever that may be. So especially with social issues that are going on when it comes to um, excessive force by police, it was easy for those who were already on that the side of, of um, being upset with, uh, you know, how police have handled certain situations, uh, especially, you know, with the black community and things like that, um, that it was easy for them to take the other side and to judge the cop and ridicule a cop and be angry at the cop and say abolish police or that's why we need police reform. Why isn't anything being done? Um, don't worry. I'll tell you the incident in a minute, unless you've already looked it up. (laughs) Um, but then there were also people on there that said, well, the crowd shouldn't have been out there to begin with. It's their fault. That's what they get. That's what they deserve. You know, they were being illegal. They were being, you know, and calling him names and all this kind of stuff. And I'm going, oh, my God, like, you guys are absolutely ridiculous. You know, in my mind, it's easy for me to to sit there and take a side. But I took that moment, that incident, that situation in my home city to be able to take a step back and go, you know what? This isn't up to me. This isn't up to me because what's going to happen is that the city is going to investigate this. And then the city and whoever is in charge of this investigation is going to look at it it, and hopefully, you know, I I do have faith in in some entities, are going to do the right thing and justice will be served in the right manner. Um, So... I really try not to take sides. Maybe like internally, I may have more of a, an idea of, of what side I'm on. But again, I don't want to take sides because that's exactly where we're at today is we're just taking sides and it's destroying us. It's separating us. It's dividing us. It's polarizing us and it can kill us. It literally can kill us (laughs) um so the incident there was this crowd of 100 people and they were doing street racing they were blocking the streets and of course the police were notified and so uh, what we know of right now is that though there was not a big police presence that came uh, there was one cop in his suv And he pulls up to the crowd, and the crowd was still really rowdy. They did not disperse. They stayed in the way. And from sources, because you can't make it out clearly, but you might be able to see a little bit um, of some of the pedestrians and some of the bystanders um, pounding on the SUV of the cop's SUV. And so you'll see in the video, 
and tune this out if you don't want to hear it. And like I said, the video, of course, is more graphic. Um, the SUV backs up a little bit and then accelerates and drives through the crowd and then leaves. And you can clearly see at least one person going under the SUV. And so there were two hospitalizations out of this. And so we have two hospitalizations and we have a police officer who is now on paid leave. And now a team of investigators are being put together uh, through the city um, of Tacoma to figure out exactly what happened. And the um, city mayor did mention that there was obvious excessive force from the cop um, and that the police chief uh, actually said that they don't have a specific protocol for when they are like cops are succumbed to a big rowdy crowd like that and how to escape um, the dangers of a crowd. And the police officer who was in the SUV uh, claimed that uh, he felt like his life was in danger and that people were pounding on the car. And so he wanted to flee the scene and get away from that danger as soon as possible. But there's always more to the story. That's not enough for somebody like you and I to sit back and go, oh, well, it was his fault or it was their fault. You know, that's it's it's not our place. We may have an idea, especially after maybe seeing the video of, well, yeah, that wasn't good or that wasn't safe or, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. But for us to just sit there and take a side, to call people names, to judge people based on the little pieces of information that we have is, again, hurting us more than helping in any way, shape, or form. So, of course, after this incident took place on Saturday, there have been more um, there's been more activity and more arrests and more, or I don't want to say casualties, more uh, injuries. Um, and so it, it's, the tension is unreal. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously it's hitting home because it's in my home city uh, and it's not too far from where I live. And so to know that this is happening, you know, just down the street from me, um, it's, it's very disheartening, very disheartening. And the tension and the animosity and the division um, is spreading like wildfire across our country. And I knew, of course, with you know, a transition of, of presidency that that wasn't going to magically fix anything. Um, and I'm not taking sides here, but we um, have seen, you know, in comparison to the past, that tension and violence and hate groups and whatnot have escalated over the past few years. And that's not going to die out, you know, overnight. 
And especially when we have a pandemic going on, because a lot of us are feeling, um, we are feeling restricted. We are feeling closed off. Um, and so it's easier for us to, you know, lash out and react and, you know, probably make poor choices. <laughs> and so I just wanted to lay that out because that just gives an example, one example of how easy it is for us to just judge if we're reading a news story or um, hearing of something that has happened. It's easy for us to take one side or the other and judge so quickly without even taking the time to kind of reflect on the issue internally and, and, you know, understand, you know, our feelings behind it and what we know and what we don't know about it. And I think what hurts us even more besides this reacting is not understanding a situation fully. Take Black Lives Matter, for instance. A lot of people, um, have this idea of what Black Lives Matter is that is putting a stigma on the movement um, and, you know, tying in things that are unrelated to the BLM movement, but they're under the assumption based on whatever sources they're, they're, um, that they're getting this information from, they're seeing that this, this violence or the rioting and whatnot is all tied in and that's, that's all Black Lives Matter or it's Antifa. Um, and so again, there are dangers of what the media and social media can feed us without having verifiable evidence of these things being connected. But if we're told that they're connected, we just automatically, because of our biases, our, our natural biases, we're going to go ahead and assume that that's true. And this is, again, where media literacy is going to come in and research and whatnot. So I will be talking about that. But I mean, this, this basically comes down to why do we have to judge so much? Why are we judging others so much? There's this episode and I can never get it out of my head because I remember watching it and turning to my partner and going, oh my God, that's already starting to happen now here. And it was, it was, uh, it was type of a, a satirical futuristic show that we were watching called the Orville. And there was this one episode, um, I know the name of it will come to me. It was really easy. But what was happening is uh, the crew um, of this ship went to a different planet. And at this, on this planet, they, they uh, would... So citizens were able to watch certain incidents or certain behavior by people in public. And so there were cameras everywhere uh, in public. And they were able to view behavior that's out of the norm and they were able to view this on their tv at home or whatever their little screen and they were asked to judge this person's behavior on whether it was punishable or not whether it was right or wrong and so people could select it straight from their from their screen and then that person if enough people voted that this person was um doing something that was 
you know, illegal or unethical or shameful to society, that they would be reprimanded. And I was like, oh my God, like this is already starting to happen. We're already acting that way. We're already acting that way where we're policing each other. And so many people don't want us to go down some sort of a, um, a communism, Marxism route where we want to govern ourselves and each other. And, but a lot of us are acting that way already by judging each other so much and saying what other people should, you know, what should happen to these people. And it's, it is, it really is killing us. It really is doing us a lot of harm. And so again, I'm really not trying to take sides, but I'm trying to, to point out some of the, the disparities in, in thinking or, um, the contradictions in, in some of our thinking. And I'm not here if, if, you know, I, it's important to understand that I'm not here to say, again, I'm not judging. <laughs> But I'm saying we need to like slow down and we need to like stop ourselves from reacting so much and digest what's going on. And if we don't have all the answers, either we need to actually look for them. And if we can't find them, then we really should just lay it to rest and, you know, and it's hard. It really is hard in this day and age because there's a lot of people that are fighting for justice. And I get that. I absolutely get that. And I support the fact that there is a type of fight that does need to happen. But that fight needs to be channeled in the right direction. <laughs> um, anger is something that we need to figure out how to handle. And I think that a lot of people right now are angry at one thing or another. And so it makes it easier for us to judge. It makes it easier for us to act out and react and maybe do things that are a little too aggressive. And that could be uh, something that could be harmful. Um, and so, I mean, as we saw, we saw the the U.S. Capitol um, being taken over. And, uh, you know, that right there was just it's still hard to swallow that that actually happened uh, to our U.S. Capitol. So our anger, we need to figure out how to, you know, harness it and channel it in the right direction. It's okay to feel angry. But again, if we're feeling angry, we need to figure out why <laughs> we feel angry. And what can we do with this? What kind of behavior, what kind of actions can we take with this anger that's actually going to be effective and helpful, not basically uh, fighting fire with fire, you know, and that's kind of where we're at right now in our country is that we are fighting fire with fire and that is not bringing resolve. It will not bring resolve. Uh, it could actually destroy our society. So let's just, when you feel angry about something, even if it's with our spouse or significant other, 
our children, our parents, somebody more personal to us, if we start to feel angry, and of course, it, it it's probably easier to be angry um, with somebody who's, you know, we're closer to, take a deep breath and understand why you feel angry. Are there certain things that you don't have answered yet? Do you have certain questions? Because something that can happen along with anger are assumptions that we just draw conclusions or we assume something of somebody else based on one or two little facts or one little one or two little pieces of information. So instead of letting our anger get the best of us, ask some questions of ourselves first and ask questions for the other person too to see if you can make sure that you are getting everything, all the facts, before you make any kind of conclusion as to fully how you feel. Because a lot of times when we get angry at somebody, it usually is based off of something that is maybe taken out of context. It's based on just one little morsel of the whole picture. And so we do need to see the big picture in order to take that anger and go, okay, well, I'm really not angry about this. Or yeah, this does upset me. I do have more information now enough to still feel angry about it. But what can I do about it to make things better? Instead of sitting there going, well, I'm angry. They need to change. They need to fix this. It's their fault. And I understand there are a lot of situations out there where you feel like, You didn't do anything wrong. And that person is 100% in error. There are those situations. But there are those opportunities for you yourself to go, what can I do to either get myself out of the situation, to make the situation better, to respond to the situation better instead of react So there are things that we can do, even if we know that that other person um, or entity or group or whatever is the, the, you know, fuel of the fire. You know, we are all in this together and we have to recognize that. We have to understand that. So that's my message. My message is, Slow down. Take a moment when it comes to reading a story, when it comes to hearing of something, reading of something that you're bound to take a side on because of your biases. Um, You may have these implicit biases, so to speak, which are kind of like these subconscious biases that you just automatically go to. And just reflect on it for a minute. Take a deep breath before responding to that post or before sharing the story or talking about it or, you know, yelling at, you know, a certain someone. Take a moment and reflect on it. Ask yourself, why do I feel angry? Why am I pulled to this one side? What answers do I not have yet? How can I obtain those answers? And if I don't still have the full story... Either way, if I have the full story, if I have more answers and more clarity, or if I don't, what action can I take? What can I do to be better in this moment? 
to make the best decision for me and for others to actually bring the change that we are seeking. So instead of externalizing, let's internalize. And that way, we can really start to see a difference in the world around us. So I wanted to share that with you today. And uh, I hope that uh, the reflection will be something uh, that will um, help you to apply in other situations as they come, whether it be in your personal life or things that you see around you or in the world. Thank you for tuning in.